as you can see, my ugly mug is back here on your screen, so it must be the episode 15 of the Game One Play Itself podcast. I'm Will McKellar, and I'm back from the EGX. And back with me, rather than, you know, kicking me out, kicking me out, locking the doors and saying, don't come back, it's James Atkinson. Hi, everybody. I decided to let him back in. So how was your week? <laughs> what didn't I do with my week? You were gone, and I did a lot of spring cleaning. I did. I saw you, I saw you did a lot of stuff. I saw some big news we have. Yeah, a lot of lot of stuff happened. I got I got industrious. That was for sure. I think that's the best way to put it. Is I got a little industrious, got a little kind of up and rolling, and bang! Now we're here. And things look a little bit different too. Hopefully, everybody notices that. Yeah, but, everything everything is nice and shiny and great, and we could we could also do the other big news, can't we? Yeah. So do it on up. The, well, we're, you know, if you don't want to see us here, live, or, you know, on YouTube, you can now go and listen to us while you're on the move on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and in the States, at least. Google Music Play now has the game won't play itself in a podcast form for you guys. That's exciting news. I love that news. So, you know. Now gives you more for, more formats, more options, more avenues to hear us, to listen to us, to interact with us. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what else is coming up on tonight's show? Well, we've got more news. Uh, we got what we've been playing. And shout-outs and possibly talk a little bit about Extra Life. Because that's coming up really, really quick. It is, and hopefully everybody is okay with me. I'll be star- You'll see me staring off into space a little bit. Like I said, this is a new program. There are some tweaks going on, so hopefully everybody's okay with that. But <laughs> staring off like that, guy. But don't worry. I mean, Will's going to tell us probably recap for us where he spent his weekend, which is going to give me some time to work out some technical difficulties, isn't it, Will? Oh yeah, you see that? That's the way to pad it, really, isn't it? Yeah, the best right. Way to pad it. So do you want me to go on with it? Shall we start then with the what we've been playing and leave news to sort of chop leave, down yeah, the, leave, the shout outs and stuff? Yeah, leave, leave, them, uh, leave them guessing to the end. Okay, let's, let's do what we've been playing then. And I might as well go first, really. That works for me. <laughs> I bet it does. Right. I'm 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 going to I'm going to pause before we go to EGX, all right? I'm going to get the the other stuff out the way first. Like, you know, Zen Pinball 2 this week had two new tables. And so part of my rules was if the new tables came out for um for set for Pinball, I'd play them on the stream. And they were both the Women of Power Pack. Uh, one's called A Force, which I laughed my ass off at when I heard it. it went, <coughs> That sounds rude. <laughs> the other <laughs> one is champions. They're not bad tables. Um, I'm gonna have to work at them because it, it, I just didn't seem to get going on either one of them. Even though the champion seems more flowing, there seems bigger option for scores. So yeah, so we've got those. So they might come into force again during next life. We don't know. I've been playing more of uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst and trying to get through the story of that, 
rather than going through like the little small challenges because you get things like fragile packages which does lead with the line i'm not touching your fragile package (laughs) (laughs) you know it's childish but i don't care you know it it, it makes me giggle during the stream when i'm when i'm supposed to be like being (laughs) semi-professional but i did have a troll on the stream this week he came in and he said you're not very good at this are you it's like I don't miss. Why are you telling me this different? You know. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 So he just he just sort of collapsed like a flan in the cupboard, and and, and of course, the Sunday service that I was, I was before we went to EGX, played more Doom. And that's still satisfyingly fun with the amount of violence you can do. I got the BFG. I now have the BFG and how mm, easily that clears a room. It's like you, you, you pick it up, you get it after you go after you work out this little chamber you have to get into. And you fall down and it everywhere explodes except for that part near you and you go, mm, okay, oh there's a gun here. What oh Oh, it's the BFG. Oh, I like this. So you, you get to test it as games would normally allow you to do. And you just walk into another room, you just point it, charging up, and it just fires and just... Yeah, you, you just have this satisfactory look on your face of... Mm, I will do well with this gun. And then you enter another area just die quickly. That makes you look embarrassed. <laughs> but then I... Uh, well, I went off to EGX for about four days and just frattered about uh, under your orders hello Scar- uh, star blazer uk that is genius of a half hello sir how are you but yeah so we went to egx and i was under strict orders from you to go Me? out and enjoy it yeah, so yes yes that's right I, I did give you these expression written risk orders of don't do anything for the podcast unless you take a picture and put it up on Instagram. Besides from that, don't do anything for us. Yeah. And I, I mostly stuck to that. Good. I say mostly. Because <laughs> there was one instance um, for Lost Castle, uh, which is... It's like Castle Crashers and a bit of Diablo mixed in. Where we played two players on there, and it's like a dungeon crawl as well pretty much so <laughs> so yeah so you get these little these bits and you, you know, you're smashing furniture up you're trying to get power-ups you're trying to get little, little silly bits and it seems like it's going to be a very good fun cooperative game not going to take itself seriously yes she did tell us um and yet so they, they basically wanted our, our twitch accounts and they wanted to send us codes because this game is big in china right and you've got a load of streamers there just streaming it away quite nicely in there so yeah they've wanted people in the uk to start you know doing an expansion for it talking about and it so going over yeah, with everything yeah talking about it streaming it over here try and get more people watching it and then getting involved and wanting to play it so yeah we've i mean i bought the game in fact they gave us a couple of codes so you know between us and battle cattle we're going to try and do something with them to try and stream it and maybe when i get off my ass and set up for the pc streaming i can do I, that as well 
We're going to talk about that afterwards because I, I, I can get you set up in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So I can look at that and maybe try do little bits to see how well I can actually do that. Um, so yeah, so played Dishonored two, uh, which was one of the bigger triple triple A games that was there because there wasn't a great deal of them there this year. It was mainly indies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Dishonored two. So you get a choice of two characters, and you know Corvo being one of them who returns in the first game. But I didn't go choose him. I chose the female lead this time because they went to this one who was in the queue. Okay, if you've already played this before, we we can either sit, we can we can go. Okay, you try the female character, or you can go back to Corvo if you, if you prefer. If you haven't played it before, Corvo is a better one. So you know, rubbing myself thinking, yeah, we've already played it. I chose the female lead, and one and the mission we was in has two bits you can do uh, there's a um rescue mission part to it mm-hmm. and also an assassination now i got the guy rescued i just couldn't get him out there before the time ran out of the demo so i took him up where the, where the person was i had to assassinate so i'm just carrying him on my shoulder and it's like you get to this bit where you, and the demo ended where i managed to assassinate the target right i mean right at the point because they come up and you know time you get a time limit and it's just like, oh, can you give me five more minutes to just finish this fight, you bastards? But no, they didn't want to. At all. Shit. Um, yeah, but Punisher, I never played that. So we'll have to ask you about that in a bit. But I also played a, a, a game called Little Nightmares. And it has the similar sort of menace that exudes from Unravel. Mm-hmm. It is a platformer. It looks more like a limbo where inside in terms of that sort of style of level. Not quite as dark in terms of graphics. Because you're on this boat and you play a little girl and you know, it's very sort of kids nightmarish thing. And you have to try and escape this uh this, this cook, this butcher almost time for it. And if you get caught, then it is death. Okay. But you don't see the death. And it is really creepy, but really good. And the puzzles in there are quite, was quite crafty. So you really have to think about, think about what you're doing with it. Mm-hmm. But it's not to the point where you're going to put your controller down and go, oh, fuck this, you know. So, so it's so one thing. It's, it's it's not a take one of these and throw it through a wall. Yeah, no, it's not quite that massive. From what I played okay. a bit. I'm hoping that the, the puzzle stay fiendish on there because that was a bit one of the big things about Unravel was it just, just became hollow. You know, the, the story just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, it was just... Yeah, so I'm hoping with this, it, it, it does manage to keep the, the momentum going throughout the game for it because it looks and plays really good. So it keeps the momentum, keeps your interest as you go through it all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Also, one of the other big games that are there is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited about that one. Yeah, it's... Right, open world, Mm -hmm. you think, great, they would give you a bit of a playground to to have a go at, you know, just to get your teeth into and explore. We had... um, They took you in groups of 30. All right. And you sat down and saw this this built-up theater cinema screen bit and they took you through the demo that you already saw at e3 right 
they then showed you a bit of that demo played. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they took you in, in into like the area, the cubicle area where the where the um, pods were, and they split you up into groups of two. So you had fifteen minutes before you changed over to the person you were with. Okay. And you, you know that little, little sort of spidery crab thing with a, the you know circular shell on it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that kind of weird circular shell, spidery crab, spindly leg robot of death. Yeah, we we had to we had to sort of crouch and wait and then just pick it off to get the actual bit off of its back from making a pop um so literally that that was the area we got to play in so okay. we got to play there and it was a very small area and they really really didn't like you going anywhere you didn't want to it was just it it, it felt very very restricted Mm-hmm. to try and see how well we wanted to play this and how well you we wanted it. So that was disappointing. It plays well, though. And the, the elements of Far Cry in there for actually wanting to be a botanist. A botanist. Not a botanist. You don't want to be a bottom. But a botanist is just... What? So things like flowers and all the hunting. So there is big elements of, of hunting on there. So hopefully hopefully it's going to you know you're going to see a lot more soon um let's see what else we've played there's a game called super dungeon brothers okay <laughs> now this again like a diablo a bit like castle crashers you get to play four players running around dungeon crawling you can get to pick each other up and chuck each other over like ravines mm-hmm. so if you want to go for a chest that's quite out not not quite in reach you go Whoop. Which I did to Gina. <laughs> it's like because because I heard the guy say, "Oh, you can pick us and pick each other up." I was like, "Really, Gina, go!" Of course, I missed direction <laughs> direction on the first time. She went down into the ravine and died. But whoops! <laughs> Not your fault. Gravity's a bitch. Yeah, it, it's a real bitch. <laughs> And but yeah, it looks a lot of fun. It's like quite cartoony. The humor is quite silly. But it's again something that I'm looking forward to. Uh, we we met up with a lot of battle cattle as well, because a lot of battle cattle uh, people were there, which I'll do the shout outs later on. Um, mm. And we played a ton of Tekken Seven, and I mean a ton. Of Tekken 7 we had like a little mini tournament and it was quite back and forth between the people Ara stepped on and then started winning she went through all of them up until she got to me and then I won <laughs> and it's like I went on the run then as like, you know through almost everyone apart from Rob Rob came back and kicked my ass because earlier in the morning we, me and Rob had the best of three and but your brothers. Lost. That's the thing. How many fighting games did you play against each other growing up as kids? A few. A few. Things like Body, body Blows, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, you know. And did body he blows. usually get the best of you? Yeah, because he, he's a lot better at him than me. He's got that twitch reflex? Yeah. He really does. He's, he has this, this keen ability to kick the shit out of me. 
It's 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 the older brother complex. That's what it is. As as somebody who is an older brother, yeah, yeah it's the older brother complex. It's just no matter how how anything goes, what happens, the older brother will always beat the crap out of the younger brother. No one cares. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> By the way, if you subscribe to our Patreon, the first thing I will buy with it is a chroma key screen. <laughs> yes, this is so a good hit. There you go. So, help oh, us oh. help you. Help <laughs> me go oh, down wait. to their local for. Help me go down to the local fabric store and spend like five dollars on a large piece of fabric to hang behind me. <laughs> Anyways, what you were saying. You could also you could also buy a, a, a VR unit because I tried one. I tried the Sony VR. Um, I, it, the game I tried was London Heist, and the bit they tried this one was the getaway. Was Thank you for comments the from the peanut gallery. Um, what? <laughs> we'll continue. I'm going to mute my mic. Okay. <laughs> so the London Heist. Uh, you you getting you you know you you stealing Russian diamond. And so you get the, the, scene, the scenario sets you up where you have to just basically get out of there. Um, and you, so you're looking around, it's you're thinking this is quite good. Like you could actually do, you know, do the normal mundane stuff like twiddling, uh, twiddling knobs and stuff on, on your radio. And then you hear from you, the, the driver, you better start pack, packing the piece because they're coming at us and we need to get away from here. So. He basically unzips a bag that he put he puts in the middle where the center console is. There's an Uzi in there, so you pick up pick the Uzi up. You uh, you 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 move controllers because they've come back. And you can flick it between cells, which is what I kept doing. When you run out of bullets, you have to change your magazine. You pick down to there, clip up into get into the bit, and away you go again. It's quite intuitive and quite fun. I, I didn't notice the actual uh, biker that was slammed against the windscreen, <laughs> which is probably there to shit you up, because I was too busy looking at the gun. Go, oh, oh, this looks quite nice, really. What I will say about VR is you have to adjust it to your, you know, especially with me because one of my eyes is really batty, just all off the place, and you've got, you know. With the way, way my eyes are, you have to adjust for each lens, so it can get a bit tricky for that. But it, it's still making me curious to want to play it more. See, I have no want for VR. None at all. I, I didn't at first until I tried it, and that's when I started to want it. I did want to try... um. Oh, what's the game now? Racing game, Drive Club. There we go. I wanted Drive to try Drive Club on it, but I couldn't get couldn't get the option to, unfortunately. So we'd have to see how good that is because it, anything else, quite nice. Uh, next, we I played Smash Up, not the board game. They're bringing they're bringing it to PC, and hopefully to console. And if you've never played Smash Up, you can do things like zombie aliens as two groups that you mash up together and try and beat your opponents with by going onto like these little bases that you play and you've got to load the bases up with a certain amount of points. 
you get the points whoever has the most points you know scores first and then goes down the line like second third and fourth and it's a good game to smash up yeah it's very enjoyable normally uh you can really fuck over your mates if you know if you know what you're doing on there and so they're bringing it quite dedicatedly to the to the pc you know something that we should be able to try maybe set up like a like a game won't play itself group and play it yeah I think also winter special effect yeah it's something we need to do james that's, we, that's next time I list of thing to do. Yeah, because <laughs> the battle cattle, you know, we're going to be trying some of this sort of stuff as going forward. But it's something that we, I think, need to implement as well to try and get more of a community for us, as well as implementing it, you know, cross promotion with, um, you know, battle cattle. But went up to, yes, special effect, and they had Rocket League there. I think great. Play this with Carl from Band of Gamers podcast. Yeah, we're using Ching controllers. Very different to a normal controller, let me tell you. And, you know, we, we sort of build up as Chin, uh, sort of beard versus stubble. Right. And, and that was at a disadvantage because the beard was sort of almost kind of like slipping. Have we dropped? No, I fixed it. Oh, right, okay. But yeah, so... And it's kind of... Like, it's really weird. Because it's... You know, you, you have to sort of move your chin about. Like that. To try and get the, the controller go... Your movement going. And it's just... No. I guess can't breathe. So, it's, it's a lot harder to play. And... J- uh, Carl absolutely kicked the crap out of me on it. He really did. <clears throat> yes, yeah, stream. Ah, is that stream? It did. Still, like it's still there. Because people decided to use the internet. They're streaming apparently music out front, so I'm kind of getting it. But we should be coming back soon. Because it's exited host mode. So yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll cut this bit out. We'll cut this bit out. We'll fix um, it in post. Yeah, fix it in post. So, fix it, um, it in post. <laughs> this is why it's live. I've also played a game that you might be interested in called Mantis Racing. It's kind of like a top-down micro-machines. Plays a bit like micro-machines. <clears throat> um, you know, they were doing like a little sort of tournament bit on there. Didn't beat the tournament, but at least, you know, had a good score on it and got first. Um, <laughs> oh, got someone in Russian, looks like. Uh, also, we we went to... Because we didn't play a huge amount of games this year. Right. You know? Because it, it was more down to the people we were with and hanging out with them and, you know, just basically talking, see who we could see more than anything else. Because, again, it didn't feel like a normal EGX. It it. it f- it felt smaller, even though there was probably more there. Um, we played a lot of Street Fighter. We went into the retro zone and played some of that and had tournaments and, you know, backwards and forwards. And we found out that Carl is a beast while playing these games because he didn't lose at all <laughs> on them. So he, 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 him and Rob were going at it would be like, 
you know, a mega event like DC and Marvel just clashing again. Also played uh, Bomberman. You remember Bomberman? You sure you played Bomberman before? No. Never, You've never played Bomberman. I mean, I know of Bomberman. You put bombs down, they blow up in different directions. I've played plenty of Zelda games that have had that thing, but the OG Bomberman, no, have not played it at at all. That's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. You need to you need to play Bomberman. Not even mm-hmm. Bomberman sixty four. Didn't even play that. For the, for the purpose of the audio version of this, that's me just sitting there, open mouth, going, "What? You need to you need to rectify that, man. You need to rectify that really quickly. Do it tonight. <laughs> Find a completely legitimate and legal copy of it online through a certain place and watch it. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> you really want. Um, but that that that's kind of all I I remember playing. At EGX, I, I believe there, there might have been a couple of bits more, but I'm like, uh, oh, there is one. I forgot. How can I forget this? Gran Turismo Sports. How can I forget that? Um, there's also, so I'll get to the other two bit too because I've just literally remembered those because I sort of went from GT to these two. But GT Sport looks crisp, looks very nice. Played Brands Hatch. And like a free lap bit on there. It feels responsive, especially when you're doing the steering wheel. Because again, with, with the steering wheels and racing carrots, you do have to really sort of go around and twist the wheel to get around the corners. Looking forward to that when it eventually comes out at some point next year. But it's more Gran Turismo. You know, the, the AI looks better though. It looks like it, it actually behaves a bit better than it normally does. Uh, played World Rally Championship um, 2016. That's tough as nails. That is tough as nails. I mean, I think that, that's more, that's worse than um, Dirt Rally that came out earlier this year. That's how bad it felt. And finally, I, did, I played this game called Vector, uh, which is rhythm game. Mm-hmm. Traveling down this little sort of tunnel at first of all, you know, doing the responses, you go, you know, X, X, square, square, left, square, left, square, to try and build up this pattern bit and this musical sort of rhythm. And then at times it all bursts away and you have to fly through the through circles and stuff to keep it going. And it, it gets you know, it gets quite hectic the further you go and how, how well you do it. Which is some. it also reminds me a bit of Amplitude. Okay, yeah, I, I played Amplitude. I remember playing the getting the PlayStation magazine and getting the PlayStation Two demo discs and having Amplitude in it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. <gasps> yeah, see, Mono <laughs> never played Bom- Bomberman Unfollowed. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's pretty much the games I remember playing from EGX. Uh, as I say, it was it was more to do this year with just basically hanging out with people rather than you know trying to get numbers trying to get addresses trying to get people to go oh join us you know let, let us cover your stuff in our goo of gaming goo that was my job this week yeah <laughs> so i mean I'll, I'll get to the um i'll get to the people during the shout outs because there was a few um but yeah that's pretty much what i've been playing what 
have you been playing while I've been away doing this sort of stuff, mate? I've been playing back-end podcast host. Ow. That's, that's, that's what I've been playing. Um, uh, I've been playing Destiny. I've picked it up with a couple of friends now, so I actually have people to play with, which is fun. Uh, more right, so we're kicking off some Rise of Iron. I'm actually going to be playing it after, maybe not tonight, maybe a little bit tomorrow, but definitely this weekend at some point. Um, also been playing some more World of Warcraft. Those are kind of my staple too. Um, I also picked up and have beaten through the journey of FIFA 17. Which is their whole new um, kind of introductory thing, you know, like how NBA and a lot of them are doing those kind of like, this is your player, run through the career of this person. Um, yeah. I have to say it's really interesting and really well done. The journey, I mean, you follow this, uh, your avatar, his name's Alex Hunter, he's an actual guy, everything's completely and totally acted out. Um, and you choose a Premier League club, and then it's kind of your kind of first season in that club as like a young and up and coming uh player now you're able to choose one of four positions uh they either let you do striker wait either one of the wingers or an attacking midfielder i'm guessing they decided the first year to do it and playing like a center back or a defensive position may not be the funnest thing to play in, in the game but you're given individual goals and you play through a season and then kind of like you kind of hit the end of it and it, it ends after one season, but as like a tutorial and introductory to the game and getting used to kind of playing it, it's really kind of nice. And it's it's very well done and well polished. Um, I, I kind of like having these story modes kind of being put into a lot of these games because it gives you kind of it gives you some emotional investment into it. Um, and it's it lets you kind of, you know, it's also for somebody who's new to the series, gets you up to speed on the game mechanics and everything a lot quicker. So um, I played through that, beaten that, and now I'm just kind of getting into the the nuts and bolts of the game itself to see if it's if there has been any improvements over a 16. Well, uh, Punisher might be one of the people to tell you about that because I know he's been playing um, FIFA a lot of late as well. Maybe. Yeah, if he wants to talk to me about it, sure. I mean, I obviously always put up my PSN, so if you're on PlayStation, you can play with me, but it's... I. The thing is, too, is that, like, I look at a lot of those games, like those Maddens, and they have this whole online as aspect, and that has no interest to me. Uh, I <laughs> Because you only have, like, two teams against each other, Chelsea and Real Madrid. That seems to be the only thing that two that that people just seem to want. And to play I also don't <laughs> want to put my disposable income into buying fictional cards that may or may not that I have to like use and then get rid of after like four games. Yeah, because that's pointless. I mean, <laughs> the style of play that I actually enjoy the most, and it was a and it was a style that was developed by this guy, a uh, YouTuber named Cutsy. It's called You Squad Legends. Um you are basically take a team any team normally it's a, it's a league two team you get rid of all the actual players and you get all of the regular gens and you get like regen players and then what you do with them is you basically build them up and then work your way up from league two all the way to being a championship level team yeah so 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 today is would this be sort of incorporated with the after the tutorial then or is it more sort of you, it, can you 
it's what you can do after after the tutorial. It's it's like a no, any normal career mode. You get to choose yeah. obviously from any team in the world. I tend to do the BPL or the British leagues just because there's more leagues to go through because you've got the two one championship premier and then obviously then you need to try and work your way into Europa League and then obviously then championship. Yeah. Um, but it, you can do it with any team. And it's just kind of like you it, you sell off all your pro players in the first two years. You kind of get like all these randomly generated players, and you just kind of use this group of like ragtag players and try and work your way up and up. And it's it's really interesting because you have to think a lot more tactically, but also you're you're getting away from like I'm not going to spend you know seventy five thousand pounds on Paul Pogba. You know I'm I, I'm going to spend like two dollars on this random 15-year-old and just build him up over years and then have him have, like, this, you know, he is my Ronaldo or my thing. You can send him through all of their training and stuff. So it, I find that to be the most interesting rather than just, like, taking Chelsea or Real Madrid or Manchester United or Barcelona and just being like, I'm going to buy all the best players in the... Like, look at my team. And my starting 11 is like, you know, I've got Lionel Messi, I've got Ronaldo, I've got Bale, you know, I've got all the best players on the te- in the world on one team, and I'm just steamrolling every competition. That's good, though. I mean, at least you know, if you're having a challenge, at least, rather than just, just constant, like, 6-0 wins, you know, at least it gives you something to, you know, really strive and work for, rather than just getting bored of it, the same thing, you know. Right, and it's also nice nice about having a uh, a League Two side winning the beating Chelsea in the fi- in the uh, British Premier League final. Be like, yeah, yeah, that was Leighton Orient. Yeah, they were in League Two. Now they're beating Chelsea. What now? Yeah, it's not the Giants. They're the colors. other, other, other London club. <laughs> they're, they're the ones that are in like little little tiny suburbs of London that just go, yeah. Where was I? In? It's exactly. It, it's it's like watching any Premier League team go to Bournemouth right now. It's just like, are are we, are we really playing here? There's like five. <laughs> there's like ten rows of seats. <laughs> so is, is that all you've been playing this week? Yeah. Besides from you know uploading everything to SoundClouds and, like, getting the podcast tied to everything. And Yeah, see, the Punisher, that's the exact thing. I don't want to spend 60 pounds on packs. I, I just don't want to do it. Because I will. I know I will. So I'm just not going to do it. Why? Why? It's money pit. I, I play World of Warcraft... <laughs> so I can't really talk about <laughs> throwing money down a hole, but you know I just don't want to deal with it. It's it sounds fun, but also too I'm not that good at the game. I know where my skill level is. I'm a semi pro player. That's it. That's my plateau. I've hit it. I don't want to put any more time or effort into learning this game because I'm happy with it. I'm happy with that. I know how to do, and I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah. I don't need to go online to have some 13-year-old just beat the crap out of me. 
<laughs> yes, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yeah, fair enough. Fair we, that's the thing. Like anybody here, I bet you, any one of you here in chat has done this. Has spent sixty pounds or sixty bucks on something, and you would do it again because it's it's the way of the world. Heck, look at GTA Five. I saw a great chart just a few weeks ago that showed like uh, Re Rockstar has released a game once a year, every every year. Up until GTA 5 and then they realized micro microtransactions happened and they haven't released anything since then yeah we're still waiting for a Red Dead Redemption 2 which hopefully is on its way soon um, but yeah it's and just don't think if I'd done anything in that you know, response in that sort of regard I mean the only sort of thing I could come close to is drive club stuff yeah, I was gonna say you, you've done the, like at least like since we've done podcasting, you've like I remember you were like I bought this drive club this and drive club that and drive club this, <laughs> and we're just going like uh how much are these DLC car club packs? Actually, surprisingly cheap, only about a couple cheap. of quid normally. Yeah, but so are so are the packs. So are the packs. <laughs> yeah. A couple of quid, but a couple of quid adds up over time. Up, next yes, thing, next thing you know, you're like. You're sitting there just going like, I spent how? Much? You get like your 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 bill. Yeah, and then you, then you sort of cringe. You go, ooh, ooh, ooh. so so yeah. If that's everything you've played, shall we go on to the news? Shall we do news stuff? Yeah, let's do news stuff. I'll let you take the first one because this is one you you kind of brought up to me. I knew about, but I'll let you take Oh, it. yeah, that's it. That's right. You, th there's a podcast flow, right, Well, I'm supposed to be looking at that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so if you've joined us today on the Twitch and in the stream, or if you're listening to this show, we are actually recording this on International Podcast Day. So congratulations. Thank you for being a part of International Podcast Day. This is where I guess we want you to kind of get out there, tell us about or tell and tell your friends about either your favorite podcast or any other podcast. But this is kind of the time, I guess, the day of the year where like it's podcast awareness time. And we totally didn't just come upon this an hour before we started this thing. Well, you, you you heard about it really today. I, I kind of heard about it yesterday because um, Joel from A Band Gamers podcast, he wrote a blog uh, talking about today. So I kind of knew, you know, a little bit. And I did want to touch a little bit on that because it's it's great great way to, you know, share and make aware of your favorite podcast and, you know, try and get other people listening to it and make it a bigger community sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, um, I, I, I'm a big podcast listener. It's, it's actually how I spend most of my time driving uh, to and from work because I don't like listening to American radio. So you guys can pretty much can understand why for that. Um, but uh, my favorite one is, uh, it's called RPPR, Role Playing Public Radio. And they yeah. are people who do actual play uh, podcasts of various types of role-playing games, tabletop role-playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, but then also tons of indie titles. Uh, so that is kind of my go-to, especially because they have like they'll do news. They've done development on games that they've actually written because these guys have written. Yeah. And you know, so that's my favorite. Besides from the one that I currently co-host every Friday night. Yeah. That. Oh, that little well, unknown, well, well-known one. 
would say unknown, but we, we're getting a cult following now. It's growing. <laughs> um, I mean, we, like the ones... The are ones we, like, I listen to. Donnie Dargo cult following status, or are we talking, like, Blair Witch Project, the <laughs> alpha, like, following status? <laughs> we'll go Blair Witch, because, you know, it's yeah. a bit freaky. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Because, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the podcasts I normally listen to... I, I try to, you know, I, I, I've sort of kind of fallen off the wagon a bit with it. But I used to listen to things like the same coin. Uh, really, really, really sick and toilet humour in it, but so funny. Your Taku podcast, which is like Kate Gray and Holly Nielsen talking about games and women's problems to help you know help them help other women out and help guys out understand more sort of thing and also cakes they like cakes you know so they <laughs> talked about them uh, you got things like ps nation podcast which really helps reignite my passion for doing this sort of stuff uh, primarily just playstation but they did talk about other things because they you know they do have uh, xboxes they did have um other consoles like the wii and wii u uh you then you got a band of gamers podcast which is a mixture of gaming and music mainly for local independent bands to try and you know help spread the love for them and then you've got other ones like um explosive allen which is where i kind of met chris light because of them and you know you've you've got one called game friends which he went on to do so yeah if you, if you have a chance if you do have other podcasts that you listen to just you know, put them out on our twitter page just say something like that tag tag their international podcast day because you know there are some really really good podcasts just out tag there. them tag tag them out hmm. i mean let's have a look at the chat uh you know, we got Starblazer UK. Only podcasts I normally listen to are Sonic State, uh, which is mainly music synthesizer pro audio podcasts. In fact, that is probably the first light this live gaming podcast he's checked out, which is cool. Thank you very much. Uh, and <laughs> the uh, Miss and Mr. Smith. So the only other podcast he watches regularly is Going in Raw podcast, which I've never heard of that one. <laughs> and. But is this yes. is this like tied to lard in the raw? <laughs> it might be, it might be. <laughs> Which was the tentative name to this epi- the episode of this podcast, but we 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 got we got there with something else. Yeah, <laughs> and speaking of something else, uh, No Man's Sky is under investigation again uh, by the Advertising Standards Agency authority because of uh, it said the watchdog um, launched its investigation after receiving several complaints about No Man's Sky's advertising a representative told them uh, it's basically to do with its online advertising it, the investigation revolves around No Man's Sky's Steam store page which includes assets some believe misrepresent the controversial space game it's basically more of the stuff that it said is going to be in the game that isn't and so they're now under our full official investigation about it. Um, they did say, though, that if the bit's upheld, they have to take the bit, the, um, I think they have to take the advertising boards and that down. Uh, 
because I don't see there's any going to be any fines or anything like that. Hmm. But it is interesting to note that people are actually starting to pay attention to, you know, what people are saying, what is actually happening. So, yeah. Uh, it's a wrestling podcast, Mr. Smith is listening to the Going In Raw, which will be based on Monday Night Raw. But yeah, so No Man's Sky coming at it again because of pretty much their bad PR, I guess. That's what it got to come down to, basically. Just, you know, over-promising, under-achieving. Would you, would you agree? Yeah, I mean, I think... The best way to describe No Man's Sky to me is is that it is a game that was if it didn't have any of the hype would have been an app would have been a super okay title and that they would have been able to build off of what they created but because Sony picked it up and saw this this could be our Minecraft guys 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 this could be our next Minecraft let's get this thing out there it caused just a cascading effect that brought us to here. And does the creator of the of the game have to, some fault? Yes. It, there's some fault with him, because ultimately he oversaw the project. But at the same time, how many games do we see that get that actually live up to the hype that actually they create? This one was just so overhyped for such a period of time that it's just caused all kinds of hell. Um... Do I think I it's a good song? Go ahead. Is it, is it a good game? Eh. Is it a good platform for a game? Reminds me of the beginning of Minecraft. Minecraft, like, pre-launch. You, what'd you do? You you punched trees, you built houses, that was it. It wasn't any Ender Dragon, built that up, built, brought in towns, brought in things. And through modding and tons of things, that game has been has, has evolved into a juggernaut. Now, No Man's Sky kind of has that baseline, but it just—it was just so much to be so much more than it actually is. When it when it came out, people got angry with it, and that's the problem. It's a great pl- building platform if they started adding into that you know, multiplayer seating, that kind of stuff. That's great, but you know, I'm willing to give it time. I did spend the money on it, and hopefully the updates do come. The big thing is though, is and if they want to do this right. They need to do this in updates, not in DLC. Yeah, and if I they, think that's what they're doing. Because if they do it in DLC, that just means that they're going for a money grab. Yeah, and that's going to be a big, big sort of kickback to Sony. Because it was one of the things... It, this was one of the things that was just a case of, you know... they. I believe the community is at partial fault with this as well. Because they started grabbing onto things and building up and building up and everybody took it and it sort of snowballed out of there. And just... Yeah, so there was expectation came high and some of it was built up, not from Sean Murray, not fully. Because a long time they didn't... You know, people who were like, hang on, what do you actually do in this game? I see you get on a planet and bugger off again. That seemed to be for a long time what they were showing. You know, there's none of these huge epic space battles they were saying about trading and all this. That just people got hold of and went, Oh, you can do this. 
no yes there was a press statement saying listing things that were supposed to be in there compared to what actually was and it was a big difference but yeah I don't believe Sean Murray had it all to blame even though he could have done with a PR probably yeah. to keep expectations in there because he, he turned into like a Peter Molyneux almost and no it was Water Punisher not Iron Brew <laughs> but, it's camouflaged yeah <laughs> do you want some good news though do we want good news? Do we don't want to end on that bombshell? We don't want to end on that bombshell. Do you remember a game called Bulletstorm? Yes. Did you like it? Mm, it was fun. Well, <laughs> it was mindless fun. <laughs> well, it's it, it's been remastered for 2017. Uh, published by Borderlands Studio Gearbox Software. So they're going to be Porting it over to the next now gen. Next now, future, past, yeah, next. forward gen. <laughs> the gen that's here at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah wh- whichever former PS4 or Xbox One's about at the time, it's going to be on it. So everybody should enjoy that. I know I may get it. I don't know. Well, I'm going di- to dip in again for that. Dip really into the am. fun for that one. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know I'm going to dip into the fun, fun for that one because it was it was fun. It was a laugh. You know. I can't, I can't say anything more than that apart from shooting him in the dick. What does that even mean? As a line in the grappling hook to sort of use it for killing people who start in style. How? It's not about mindless fun. How can you not enjoy that? Anyone? No? Bueller? Bueller? Nope. Nope. Okay. Fair enough. Right then. So that is the news for this week, apart from. Because uh, this will this lead into shout outs. In six weeks' time, six Saturdays' time, it is Extra Life 2016. Seven? Are you sure it's seven? Do I have to check count? No. Yeah, six. There you go. <laughs> So I was right, you just throw me off, your bugger. But yeah, so in six weeks, Saturday's time, it's Extra Life 2016, and you know that I'm part of this as part of a Band of Gamers podcast. I'm playing for Joel Shifinsky's uh, hospital. I shall put the link in the chat now. If you haven't already donated, please go and donate, because, you know, we're playing for sick children in children's hospitals, so they don't have to go through stuff that I have to go through. Because it's not nice and it's not fun. And one less child has to go through that, I'll do what I'm doing this year. Which this year is uh, 24 hours of Zen Pinball 2. Every table I beat my high school on that I currently have that I play, extra $2 goes into the pot from my own money. Um, so potential there is quite a lot if I do that and that's pinball for the full 24 hours there's going to be no other games it's just going to be solid that way and I need your help pretty much I am I am asking for your help how often do I ask for help uh, for the people that know me how often exactly so what I'm asking ask people is for tuning in just tune in keep me company i'm gonna have the chat room up on on the screen because i don't normally do that for pinball tuesday i just 
had the screen to myself. People donations, don't your donations would make a great deal of help for their children. You know, even if a couple of bucks. But if we do hit goals on there, then I'm going to have a forfeit for myself for the Craig David mask and bow selector. You know, five hundred dollars an hour of wearing it, two hours wearing it if we hit a thousand, and the the rest of the stream if we hit fifteen hundred dollars for this. So I'm going to torture myself because I know how bad that wearing that thing is after 45 minutes. You get very dehydrated and you're just like, Ugh. I need water, please. Please give me some water. I need more water because that wasn't enough. That's why he keeps a gigantic bottle of water next to his bed. Exactly. Now just think about having that rubber mask on for 24 hours. But you can do that to us by helping kids out. Which I, I know what I would do in that situation. I'd be like, yeah, torture him. He's all right. He'll get over it. So, yes, we've got that. So, so basically, yeah, just and retweeting, getting the message out there. We, we have tried to get um, Thing Me, you know, Zen Studios to do that sort of thing. So they're going to have a, they're going to have retweets of it all day for us. Um, and, yeah, so and join us and have fun on November the 5th. Because it's 7 a.m. November the 5th to uh, November 6th for 7 a.m. So that's 24 hours of pinball. So, yeah, so I just, I would would love to see you guys there and love to see you donate because it'd be all fun and all great. And that's it for the news. So we're done to shout outs and getting the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. We are. You got any shout outs, mate? I would like to sh- give a wonderful thank you to my girlfriend for letting me do the podcast tonight. I suppose. Say thank you, old people. Thank you. So, uh, thank her. Um, also, for last week, for he- for Chris and um, Keith for joining me and pr- providing a lark. It was not the traditional show that everybody's probably was used to, but I think it was fun nonetheless. And then just coming back and giving me a podcast flow will (laughs) (laughs) didn't have one last week then though (laughs) no (laughs) it was hurting cats (laughs) that's okay that's okay we're back we're back in the mix um so yeah i uh my my shout outs are to a shitload of people i've got gina the short uh vimus Carl Palmer from Band Gamers Podcast, Willowin, Aravel, Shadow Stalker, Silly Spa, Punisher, Acid Heartburn, Sammy McEwen, who's been on a show with us on in previous incarnations of other podcasts, Jenny Lawrence, uh, Holly Bennett, Rob Pearson, Dave Jackson. Uh, Nathan Ditton at P- PlayStation Access as last four. You got two people from uh, Insert Coin T-shirts: Tarek Papworth and Lauren, uh, or, uh, aka Ms. Buns, and finally Claire at Special Effects. I want to thank every one of them and shouting out for helping make EGX 2016 one of the better ones, if not the best this year, because there was plenty of laughs, of hanging around with each other. There was hugs of plenty as well, which was nice. You know, 
okay, it might get laggy from it, but you know, there's, there's a price we have to pay for such awesome times. But yeah, I want to thank everyone for helping make EGX brilliant. You're working the next one. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm working the next one now. <laughs> You're working the next one. I gave you one off. I, everybody gets one. Yep. Everybody gets one. This was your one. So, so standing around in queues, getting interviews, not seeing my friends as much as as possible. Oh, uh, don't worry. I'm not a cruel taskmaster. You get <laughs> you work one day. If you're going for multiple days, I'm only going to ask you to work one of the days. You can see your friends on the other days. That's fine. I'll take that. I'm not a cruel taskmaster, but let's put it this way: I figured you were going to have a bunch of fun, so I worked on your week off. So, so switch it around again because <laughs> you get to have the fun i get to do that i get to do all the stuff like you know the, all, all the pr stuff on twitter to try and get us more people it gets bigger better faster and stronger but yeah thank you very much to everyone for that that was that was brilliant yeah if you, if you get a chance to go to one of these conventions mate do so because it can be a fucking blast i plan on it hopefully i will yeah if we because if we get you know we get people spending money on the Patreon to get to us to the point where, you know, we don't have to work anymore and just do this. Then you can get to go to this sort of stuff. Uh, harder work. We will be doing a different kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. But, but what's this Patreon about, Mike? Uh, yeah. Patreon is, uh, if you guys haven't heard of it before, we have one now. I set that up as part of everything else. It's basically, if you like what we're doing, you can help donate to us if you feel like it if you don't it's not it's not a prerequisite for anything it's literally just there as kind of a hi you like what we're doing this is a way to support us and if you feel like that we if you want to feel like giving something if not that's fine we i we're not asking for it this isn't like a life or death situation where we're like please so can i have some more it's just if you like what we're doing it's a way to help it's a way to get out um, we're probably going to be looking at adding things in the future to adding to do stuff with it. But as it stands right now, I mean, the first goal is $10 a month just as a patron goal. And that, that basically what that covers is the server costs to have the podcast put on iTunes and all the other things. That's about, you know, that's one year subscription to SoundCloud so that I can upload the podcast uh, and have it up there. That's all it is. It's just maintenance costs. So I think it's a relatively that's that's kind of the goal. And the big thing, and the as something as the person who created it and whose tax ID number the pod is underneath, because I will have to end up claiming this on taxes if it comes to it. Um, I will be as transparent as possible with everything that we do with it. That's that's the big thing, and this one thing I've always drove through that if people want to support us in any way. We will be as transparent as possible about the way you are tra- helping helping us out. We want you to know where the thing everything's going towards. If you're being and, that nice enough of a person. Yeah, and speaking of helping us out, we are looking for writers when the website gets going fully. Uh, we, if you go to contact Ben at tgwpi.com, he will give you a list of what we're looking for and what we're possibly wanting to give you, you know, to, to hopefully give you in return. For you can also this. email at podcast at tgwpi.com will, will at will at com or james at tgwpi.com. Get in touch with any one of us or even just like link in this 
in the chat, DM us, whatever you need to do. Send out smoke signals. We'll we'll we'll, t- we'll talk to you. Yeah, because as you can see, we got our Facebook, we got our Instagrams, we got our Twitches, we got our yeah Twitter on the on the screen. You can also contact us. I mean, you can contact me. You know, large team across the board here on Twitter, Facebook. You know, you've, you've got me on PSN. You've got me on XBL. You've got me PSN underscore large team on Steam. So there are ways to catch us. And James, for yourself, um, I'm I'm there. Pretty much all of those things you see in the upper left hand corners where you can find me. Um, when I stream, I'm on here. When I twit, when I do YouTube videos, I'm on this channel. Um, I pretty much, if I'm gonna tweet too, I'm gonna tweet using our Twitter. I, I, I have all personal stuff, and it's linked to that. It's Spike SP two five seven nine or Spike two five seven nine. You can find me on them. But odds are, the easiest way to get in contact to them is all these. My email's tied to pretty much ninety percent of it anyway, so I'm gonna see it pop up. See. <laughs> It's, it's, if you're wondering if, if Will gets a DM, does James notice? Yes. Yes, he does. James knows. I'm Big Brother. I know what happens. Yes. Yes, he does. It's like, Will, did you see this? And I'm like, I'm sitting on the shitter. It's like... Odds are that's what I'm shitting, too. I'm sitting, too. The, most... Gamer... the game won't play itself. Most of our ideas come from the shitter. <laughs> I don't know that though. <laughs> We're gonna say goodbye because that, I believe, is it. Yeah, that's a great way to end it there. Thanks to everybody who joined us tonight. You know, uh, if you haven't joined us, we will be on YouTube and we'll be on the on the, on the, on the audio platforms for you to actually catch up with. It. Otherwise, but I want to thank everyone for joining us. You're all awesome. Yeah, thank you for staying up late with us if you're in the UK because it's like 20 past 1 in the morning and it's time to say goodbye we'll catch you next week bye bye <laughs>